everybody. Welcome to Rock Vegas. Um, just got a quick idea this morning. I'm, I'm not going to take too much of your time today, but um, the idea I had this morning was, I think it's kind of amongst uh, Raider fans that we're going to get the pick of the litter at wide receiver. And I don't see how that's guaranteed. Uh, the reason I think that is because these three wide receivers and, and the three guys I'm talking about, if you've been living under a rock, uh, there's no other sports to follow. So I don't know how you don't know the top wide, three wide receivers in the draft. I'm pretty sure uh, people who have never watched football before know uh, the big board uh, by now, because what else are you paying attention to? But uh, uh, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Henry Ruggs. What if all three of them are gone by pick 12? What happens? And uh, to me, I'm not worried. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Um, but to some people, this is a disaster scenario. Uh, one is the, the thing is, is the wide receiver need is a need. It's top two needs. I think corner corner is the first need though. I, I, I think corner interior D line and uh, safety, of course, wide receiver. And then, um, you know, maybe just some depth overall depth, I think is, is a need. You saw what happened to injuries last year, even positions we thought were strengths last year became weaknesses just because of injury. So, uh, the re the reason I, I also did this is because I, I don't even even if you do have the pick of the litter at 12, you don't have to take a wide receiver. And, I, and I've been saying that um, I actually heard uh, uh, Matt Fallon on Black Hole Banter allude to it, saying that wide receiver is a need. It's a need. You could always get better there. You can always have more. But and, it, and it's good to have a number one. But last year, the offense was humming. The passing game was pretty good. I mean, it can be better. It wasn't top top in the league but it was pretty good it wasn't told till all the injuries happened on defense at the end of the year or midway through the year I should say losing Carl Joseph uh they lost perfect whatever you know I don't really think that was that much of a loss honestly but it was it was a loss nonetheless that was a loss of a starter um and then uh lack of production out of Cleveland Farrell kind of hurt out of your number four pick given what Bosa was doing um so I say all that to say this what if they're all gone? I did a full first-round mock draft of all the teams to set up this scenario. Just to let you know, we're not fucked if that happens, okay? There's plenty. Of, it's a deep class. It's objectively a deep class. Nobody disagrees with that. There's no contrarian takes on that, that this wide receiver class isn't anything but one of the best we've seen. And I think it's going to continue to be the best we've seen. I think that's just the way college offenses are now. You have four or five receivers lined up all the time, damn near. So you're going to get a lot of first-round pick receivers and – uh so again, if we don't, it, you have three third round picks and in this mock, I didn't do any trade downs just because I don't think there's going to be a lot of trade downs. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of teams trying to do it. I don't think the value is going to be there simply because these prospects, you don't get the one-on-one -on -one meetings with them. You don't get to do your own medical on them and uh, all you have is FaceTime and stuff. So I don't see a lot of teams that are going to trade up. Like I don't see the trade ups happening. And I think a lot of teams are going to try to trade back. And for that reason, I don't think the value is going to be there. Um, by value, I mean if the Raiders were to say the Raiders were to trade from 12 to 20, I don't know if that even gets you a second-round pick. This draft. Maybe it does. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I hope I'm wrong because I'd love to trade down from both picks, honestly, and have a couple second-round picks and let Mayock do his uh, – Mayock looked like he got better as the draft went on last year. So I would – it would be nice to – to have a couple seconds, maybe maybe just one second, use our three thirds, maybe trade up from one of those three thirds to get another second, I, something like that. But let's just say we can't. Let's say every team is scared shitless and really wants to get conservative, take sure things, guys with good medical, um, and 
again, here we go. This is the draft network uh, mock draft, and I did it to where the wide receivers are gone. So uh, Joe Burrow, obviously first, um, just running through the picks. Chase Young, second uh, to Washington. Akuda third to Detroit. Uh, here's where it gets interesting. So I had uh, the Giants. The Giants taking Jerry Judy. I don't think it's off the table. And everyone's like, oh, Gettleman this, Gettleman that. What if Gettleman's just up to here with it? Says, you know what? Throws down his New York Times. Man, fuck this, dude. Watch. I traded Odell because I knew I was going to get a guy like Jerry Judy. I knew I was going to get Daniel Jones. I was going to pair him up with Jerry Judy. Offensive line, man, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, you know. But I want to have Slayton, Judy, Golden Tate, Electric. I want to be on the front of these headlines. Fuck the Jets. Yankees aren't even playing, man. I want to be the guy. I want to be the talk of the town. So what if he takes Jerry Judy at four? I don't think it's a bad pick, right? I mean, I don't, I don't think it is. So Judy at four. Tua goes to five, five to the Dolphins. I don't buy that they're not interested in him. I'm sorry. I, there's no way Miami's not interested in Tua. I, I, don't, I don't buy it. Uh, I wanted to put Herbert to the Chargers at uh, six simply for punishment reasons. Hate him. So hopefully they do get Herbert because I think he stinks. But uh, I had him take Isaiah Simmons, which is just an absolute nightmare. I hope to God that doesn't happen. I'm just clutching my rosary as we speak. The uh, seven's weird. The Panthers are the weirdest team to draft for because they need everything. And uh, you want to give them like a splash pick. But again, I think they're going to get conservative. I think they're just like, look, let me get the let me get Jedrick Wills. Let me get my offensive tackle. I think Jedrick Wills is him and Werfs are kind of the the two sure things and I think Thomas is the low is the high floor guy and the low ceiling that's kind of what I'm getting I'm not the best O-line guy I don't I don't know what makes a good one I don't know what makes a bad one I was wrong about Greg Robinson and I was wrong about the Robert Gallery back in the day I have have no clue so uh I'm not going to pretend I know but Carolina gets Jedrick Wills at seven at eight again gets interesting again the Cardinals you think oh man let them add to their offensive line uh, let them, maybe they wanted Wills, didn't get them, didn't feel comfortable trading up for one, just want to stand pat, see what falls to them. I think that Cliff Kingsbury might say, you know what? I never had a defense at Texas Tech. My record wasn't good there, but I have Kyler Murray now. I have DeAndre Hopkins now. I want some speed. Um, Andy Isabella, sure, he's great, but he's not like the end-all be-all as my speed deep threat guy. Give him Henry Ruggs. What if they just go, hey, Henry Ruggs? Let's just let's just light the league on fire with uh, with offense. Let's win forty eight to thirty eight, like when he when uh, like when he had Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like let's at, at Texas Tech. So Ruggs is gone. Judy's gone. Uh, Raiders are twiddling their thumbs. Oh no, what am I going to do at twelve? So hopefully C D Lamb's there. Narrator, he wasn't. Uh, C J Henderson at nine. Another guy. I think I hope the Raiders are high on because I'd love to have him at twelve, but. Jacksonville lost Ramsey last year. What if they just take Henderson and say, look, uh, we got a guy who's maybe not the same kind of head case that, that Ramsey is, and uh, maybe we can trade him for two first-round picks again <laughs> a couple years from now. And uh, so Henderson to the to the Jaguars at nine. Uh, Ten, I, this is the one I think is a slam dunk. I think if Cleveland does anything other than offensive line um, – you know, I guess they need some help on defense, but if they don't, if they don't start protecting Baker Mayfield, why'd you pick him? Um, so Tristan Wirfs at ten out of Iowa, I think that's a pretty safe pick. I think that's going to happen, disaster scenario or not, uh, coronavirus or not. I think they would they would take a top tackle there. So at eleven, Raiders are one pick after after this one pick. Please, C.D. Lamb. Nope. Jets say nope. We're taking him. We saw that. Uh, 
We saw that uh, Gettleman wants to get in a pissing contest, dick swinging contest, dick measuring contest, whatever whatever dick related contest you want to be in. Um, CD Lamb goes to, goes there and says, you know what, Sam Darnold, we don't want to protect him either. We don't give a shit. We signed a bunch of crappy, overpaid free agent offensive linemen. That allows us, in theory, to take a wide receiver. Uh, they got C- they get CD Lamb at eleven. Now the Raiders are going. Damn it, Gruden's just. He's at Ricky's Sports Bar by himself, quarantined in a hazmat suit, just throws his 1998 laptop, smashes it against the wall, doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And he's like, man, what are we doing? Mayock just goes, hey, man, chill. Can I, can I do something? He, he unties the rope from Mayock's hands. He unties it. And he goes, all right, Mike, make a pick, man. Fuck, do it. So he takes Javon Kinlaw. That's where I went. Now, let me show you who was available at the time. So anybody listening to this, which uh, doesn't look like anyone does, but whatever, all good. Uh, so here's who was available at, uh, let me pull it up. I think it's this one. Uh, no, it was not that one. So here's who was available. Justin Herbert, hard pass. Hope to God that doesn't happen. That is my ultimate disaster scenario. I'll be so mad if the Raiders draft Justin Herbert. I am not a car fan. I think he's a league average quarterback. I think Justin Herbert is... At best, a league average quarterback. I think he has the same problems as Carr. I think he gets shaky in the pocket. Um, I think he can make all the throws just like Derek Carr. Probably has a better arm, more mobile. But damn, man, I would hate to – in a draft like this where you could really build a good team, I would hate to have Justin Herbert there. Um, so I don't want him. But Kai Becton, I think Gruden is super hard, erect uh, over over him. I think Tom Cable is definitely uh, aiding the situation. Uh, he might have slipped him some like blue chews or something <laughs> to get him that way. But I, I again, look at the combine, the tape. They were going insane. They look like they won the Super Bowl when they saw Mackay Becton's 40. So watch out. Another guy I really don't want, especially with seemingly having Miller and Brown for the next couple years. Uh, seems like that'll be fine. Uh, Derek Brown, hard pass. These are like my three guys I do not want to draft in the first round. I am... <sighs> I don't see it with Brown. I don't see it. Not that I don't see a good player. I just don't see a top 12 pick. I don't see the Raiders going there at 12. I hope they don't. Um, I like my guys rushing the passer. I, I That was the problem with Cleveland Farrell last year. He was the the high floor, low not low ceiling guy. I think they thought his ceiling was higher as a pass rusher, but I think Brown's kind of the same thing. Um, I don't see the motor as much. I, I see him wrecking the run game, and I and I won't debate that. I think he will wreck the run game, and I do think he has value to a team. But I don't know if you can keep him on the field all three downs. And maybe I'm wrong, but I've heard that concern from other people who know more than me. And it shows up on the few games I've watched. It's it's it shows up that that his motor kind of wanes throughout the game. I'm not a, I'm just not a fan. Um, so. There's Andrew Thomas again. I I really don't want to go tackle right here. Uh, Caleb on chase on Xavier McKinney is one I, I had to, th- it was between Kinlaw and McKinney for me. And as much as I love McKinney, I would love to just have a game wrecker interior lineman, not like Derek Brown, an actual pass rusher, long pass rusher, a guy who, in my opinion, has a little more Chris Jones to his game than uh, to Derek Brown's like BJ Raji. If that, if that makes any sense, I, I like the way he, he gets penetration on the on the offensive line, and that's what you need, especially when you invested in two young edge rushers. It's good to collapse the pocket like that. And I don't, I don't think Derek Derek Brown's not going to draw double teams. He's not that good of a pass rusher. So Javon Kinlaw, I took him at twelve. I pulled the trigger. I said, I think, I think that's that's what they 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 said they didn't like the two top defensive tackles. I saw that in a Vic Tafer piece, but I don't. 
I don't know if you can really say that because I, I think I think that if they're without the top three receivers here, CJ Henderson, top two corners off the board, I think the best value is getting, in my opinion, the best interior lineman prospect. He's the best, but I do like guys later. So I, I would hope we could hold off on this position for later. But that's that's this is just a disaster scenario. Pick a good player. Javon Kinlaw is who I went with at 12. So uh, skip through these next few picks before we get to 19. Uh, I gave Derek Brown to the Niners. Ha! Hopefully that happens. And uh, Andrew Thomas, uh, tackle. Uh, I think they want a guy who could start right away in Tampa. So I that they're another team. I I think if Henry Ruggs is sitting there at 14, I think I think uh, Bruce Arians goes Joker mode and says, "Fuck it, let's do it. Let's just burn this shit down. Let's burn the league down. Let Brady have his speed guy and his two other awesome receivers." Um, I could see that too. Uh, I went Mackay Becton to the Broncos at uh, at 15. Uh, I I think Mackay Becton's good. So and that's a team that needs him. So uh, that didn't seem like a big didn't seem like a big reach. I think that's a I think the Broncos want a receiver to fall there. But again, none of these guys, none of these top guys that are worth a top draft pick fell to them. Uh, 16 Caleb on chase on to the Falcons. Uh, good plug and play edge guy. I think he's going to be a better pro than a uh, college guy. Uh, Xavier McKinney. Ah, I was hoping he flew, fell to 19. That would have been awesome. If we got Kinlaw and McKinney, McKinlaw, that would be a great, a great combo. Uh, 18 Delpit to the, to the, to Miami. Not a huge Delpit fan, but he does fit. He does fit. I think he fits with Abram. Um, he does fit. So I, if Delpit's one of the guys that falls out of the first round, I, I try to get in the second to take him. The So at 19, let me pull up who was available at 19. Uh, I did a little screenshot just so we could use as a reference here. Justin Herbert was still there. Uh, no. Still still hard pass. Wouldn't even take him in the second. Uh, Justin Jefferson, another guy. He's he's fine. I don't know. Like He's he's fine. I just don't think you have to draft him, especially with guys like Brandon Ayuk later. Uh Brian Edwards, Michael Pittman. I, I just in my last podcast, I was gushing over Michael Pitt, Michael Pittman. Uh, I liked Denzel Mims here, but uh, with this man still on the board, I took him. And I'll be, I'll be frank. I haven't watched Jeff Gladney yet. I have not got a, got around to watching Jeff Gladney. I've heard nothing but good things about him. I just don't think he has a size uh, for the Raiders. And uh, I understand last episode I was talking about a Meek Robertson. That's later in the draft. You take a risk on a, on a smaller guy. And uh, But I didn't take Gladney. I went Christian Fulton at 19. Uh, interesting thing was that Fulton, they kind of switched up their defensive scheme. And he didn't have as good of a year in, in, ni- in uh, 19 as he did in 18. Uh, similar to Delpit, which is kind of interesting. Um, kind of underrated that LSU's defense – wasn't as good as it was the year before and their offense just took a insane step forward but I think Fulton at 19 is is a good long corner plays right away can start with Mullen if you have to they they might try to do the whole you know let's start Nevin Lawson instead I hope not but Kinlaw and Fulton is not bad and that's and that's a disaster scenario to me I think that's the the closest you can get realistically and, and again, I don't expect any of this to happen. I do expect to have two of the three guys available at 12. Maybe at least one of the three, but I could say two of the three. And uh, yeah, so just just know I'm not going to go through the rest of the draft. I, I try to keep this Raiders related. Um, it is it is Rock Vegas. 
But uh, just just back to Derek Brown. <laughs> I've been I've been arguing, not arguing, but this morning everybody likes Derek Brown except for me and and PFF. And uh, PFF didn't really switch because I don't know. I I watched him and I was never really that impressed. And this is just live games, like live SEC CBS football. So I I and I've watched some games isolated where he's isolated and I I don't know. I I. He's good. I, if this was the 1994 draft, yeah, give me Derek Brown. He might go number four overall. He might go right after uh, Jeff Okuda. I could see it. And uh, actually, Gettleman might still take him at four. That's th- if Gettleman just says, "Nope, I'm doubling down on my process." I could see it. Watch, but I don't like Derek Brown that much. I don't. I don't see it. I. I if they have the choice over Brown and Kinlaw, the Raiders. I'm talking. It's it's gotta be Kinlaw. I I it just it has to be. You don't. It's like Mayock last year. I think was scared to swing and miss at four, and he I think he did personally. But this year, I I hope that he realizes we need guys with higher ceilings. Character guys are great, but the character guys have to be good. When the two are both there, sometimes you get Larry Fitzgerald. But I remember like DJ Hayden right back in the day. DJ Hayden was big high character guy he almost died on the field oh that's a positive okay news to me i'm sorry when guys almost die on the field during a practice it's not doesn't speak about their toughness or anything it's just let's not take guys that almost die i don't know revolutionary thing and and it's this weird thing of just years and years of al davis football of not giving shit about character and now just overcorrecting in that way it's almost like a political correctness thing where it's like years and years of being allowed to say whatever the hell you want and definitely had its flaws but now it's like you have to run your tweets through like a pc simulator and shit like it's, it's kind of the same way with your draft picks where it's like man I, I have to get this good leadership guy dad was in the military and, and stuff like that and that's great but can he play football i think javon kinlaw can play football he has an awesome story by the way too which i do think the raiders will be good on it's very similar to josh jacobs awesome story uh i definitely uh, recommend you look into that stuff like that um but yeah, I just I I like high, there are, there's plenty of guys who are good characters and can also play football. So get get you someone that can do both. Um that's that's with 12. With 19's interesting. 19 I want to trade down from. I don't really want to pick at 19. I don't think the value is going to be there. I don't think we're going to be able to get a lot of good uh a lot of good wide receivers there. I I think if you trade back, your value is better with the receivers you take. If we were to trade back to – I gave Denzel Mims to the Saints at 24, which would be an awesome pick by them in my opinion. But if we traded back with the Saints to 24, like if they wanted to trade up, they're in win-now mode, one more year with Drew Brees probably. They want to go get a uh, – I don't know who the hell they'd want to go get, like like a Justin Jefferson or, or somebody like that. Um, uh, who knows? Who knows who's there, right? Say they want to jump up and get somebody. I don't mind the Raiders trading back, taking a Denzel Mims, uh, Zach Bonds, another guy I love. Uh, I, I, the Murray and Queen, I, I'm I like Patrick Queen. I don't really like Kenneth, Kenneth Murray that much, honestly. It's the same kind of concept with Derek Brown, where if I'm drafting a linebacker in the first round, they got to cover too. Uh, the more I see of Kenneth Murray, he's just he's a very good tackler. He doesn't miss a lot of tackles, so that's good. But again, we are in a division. In case you didn't know, the guy named Pat Mahomes there, he sees a run-stopping linebacker out there, and it's open season, 87 over the middle. Uh, Tyreek Hill running right by him. Uh, I I don't like taking those guys late, but if I if I could trade down, I would love it. Um, 
that's just the thing with this draft is we don't know if you're going to be able to. You don't know if you're going to be able to get back to the back end of the first because some team wants to take a, a swing on uh, Jordan Love, right? Somebody, I, I, you know, it's crazy. Side note, I had Jordan Love falling to number 23 to the Patriots. And I've been told, or, you know, the podcast I listen to and the draft people I follow say Jordan Love's going to go higher than you think. What if it's what if he's just sitting there at 23 and then Belichick goes, all right, here we go. Reset button. Sounds good. And uh, then he, you know, maybe still starts sit him for a year. That'd be interesting. But other guys I like in, in trade down situations, uh, I like trading back to the late 20s, maybe for a um, maybe for like a Neville Gallimore. I, I do like Neville Gallimore a lot. If Kinlaw's not the pick at 12. I like trading down and getting Delpit. Like I said, I got Delpit going higher here, but I think he's going to fall. I think that, that missed tackles on, on his tape are, are too much for him to be going that high. But it all depends on do you value 2018 over 2019 tape? What what do you see it? Again, LSU's changed up their defense. That's what people don't realize. Fulton and Delpit had not, I won't say down years, not as good of years as, as 2018. So... I don't mind betting on on either of those guys. Um, I took Fulton at 19. He's not my number one guy. I'm all about C.J. Henderson. Of course, my number one guy is Okuda, but that's just not that's not happening. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be real interesting. I, I just wanted to get a get a quick couple thoughts out there about this, and and uh, and really, really let people know that if all three of those guys go by pick 12, the three wide receivers, because that's the, everybody's in their mind. It's this, this, and this, and then something completely different happens on draft day. Nobody predicted we were drafting Cleveland Farrell last year. Josh Jacobs, I, I think a lot of people did. I think a lot of people knew that the Raiders liked him. I, I saw that coming pretty much. Uh, we didn't really see the Abram pick coming. So they probably have a guy circled, right? Um, the problem is, is with this with this remote draft, nobody nobody knows. Nobody even knows if the thing's secure. That's the crazy part. Nobody people forget that Bill Belichick could hire uh, uh, Mr. Robot and hack the whole data data frame. Just saying. Uh, put, let me take off my tinfoil real fast. But uh, you never know. <laughs> so I think I just don't want them to get too conservative in this draft. And I think a lot of teams are going to do that. But get your FaceTime interviews. Talk to the guys. But don't don't just fall in love with a guy's character without the tape. And. That to me is 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 the Der- is the Derek Brown picks and uh, the Justin Herbert picks and and stuff like that. I don't want them to get too conservative in that in that standpoint, right? There's a lot. This is a really loaded draft, I think, and I I don't think there are bad drafts in the NFL, really, honestly. There's too many like systems that guys could get placed in, and it, even the NBA is like that too. They always say oh, it's a historically bad class, but um, I and. Uh, uh, guys on mixtape, shout out mixtape, say that all the time. They go, well, why do teams in the back end of the 20s always find good starting players like the Spurs and Warriors and people like that? So, you know, it's the same concept with, with the NFL draft. I don't think there are bad draft classes. I think there's position groups that are bad. I mean, certain years, like this year, I don't think corners as deep as a lot of other people think so. As far as guys who start year one, I think there's a lot of good toolsy guys available, but guys that could start, play press, all that kind of stuff. There's only a few. That's kind of why I went into Fulton at 19. But I, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with this. If you're, if you couldn't get a wide receiver in the first round, I'd be happy with this. Kinlaw and Fulton, those are my picks. And then guess what? In the third round, double up, double up. Try to get it. Try to get into the second too. Du- just double up on wide receiver. You can get two starting receivers in the third round. Do not let anybody tell you different. 
There are two starting level receivers available in the third round. I'd bet anything on it. And uh, yeah, that's that's it for me. I just wanted to just wanted to get up a, a quick little quick little thought today. Um, again, this is an anti Derek Brown podcast. Uh, I can't I cannot wait. I'm gonna laugh so hard when they draft him, and then I end up loving him <laughs> or hating him and being right and taking a victory lap while I'm crying. So uh, again, this is at I'm at Glenn Rockney on Twitter. Uh, just to cu- wanted to get a couple thoughts in, kind of free form. I apologize if I was all over the place here. I just did it spur of the moment. And uh, not like I put too much thought into this shit anyways. But, uh, yeah, uh, everybody stay safe. Stay inside. Uh, try to try to pay your bills. 